Welcome to episode five. And in this episode, I want to talk about reaction versus response and what that actually means to a narcissist. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Goddard, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening inside you. I will help you find the best habits, discover the best tools, put in place the best rituals as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level becoming the best version of yourself hello so the way you respond or react is actually your responsibility and I will say at this point, I don't actually like the label narcissist, sociopath, psychopath. I much prefer the term emotional abuser. And that's purely because we are all on the spectrum and they can't take responsibility. They aren't going to get a diagnosis unless they're forced into it in some way. They're not going to do anything about their behavior. They'll just continue. So, I much prefer this term emotional abuser because it is emotional abuse. You are abused emotionally. And today I want to talk about how you respond and what actually that means to the emotional abuser. They push your buttons. They do this to misdirect everything. And they do and say things to get a reaction. So everything they do has a purpose. They understood you. They studied you. You were a project. Um, I don't know whether you've seen the uh, Netflix series called Dirty John. And in that, I mean, I... <laughs> It was describing more or less step by step my relate one of my relationships, but in that he um, talks about these women as projects and understanding them, and this is how I felt um, coming out of the relationship and how I talk to people about their relationships because they study you. This idealization stage was to study you and understand and revise. So when you come out of the relationship, the um, what they can do now is, and even when you're in it actually, is they, they play with you like a cat uh, plays with a mouse. They push your buttons to get a reaction. And this is why it's so important that you learn how to respond in a calm way. It's done on purpose. It's a game to them. It proves a very, a uh, few things. It proves how how powerful they still are, what control they still have over you, but also it turns you slightly crazy or the reaction then is that you, um, other people see it, other people witness this reaction and they then believe the story that the emotional abuser is telling them that you are crazy or they aren't able to live with you or whatever it is the story was. When you can understand why they're doing this, you can then understand or understand, you can go inside and find out where your wounds are because your reaction is uh, from a wound. 
it could be the trauma bond, it could be rejection um, that you're experiencing or abandonment because it's very likely they've abandoned you in some way. Their biggest fear is abandonment and yet that's what they do to you. It could be some form of shame or there could be some form of guilt that's coming up. So we can go inside and we can talk to ourselves and we can talk to the wounds and find out where, you know, what's going on. When you get to this point where they're pushing your buttons, you can, if you can use some techniques to keep yourself in a grounded state, it's so much easier to deal with. They're the damaged ones and yet they managed to manipulate you. They've ma manipulated all of your emotions through various different techniques. Triangulation is a really good one. Gaslighting is another one. And they put you now into a, a position where they know exactly what to say and how to say it to get a reaction from you. And coming out of these relationships, nothing makes sense. You've got more questions than you've got answers. You were maybe, and I love this, I've used it a few times, you're standing at a slot machine and you're pumping in all your money. Uh, your money could be, um, or currency, it could be your energy, your emotions, your time, everything is being pumped into this slot machine, which is them. And you're waiting for your payout. You might get little ones, which will be the idealization when they give you the gifts and things like that, the attention, um, the focus is back on you, um, usually to hide their bad behavior um, and to get you to forgive them for something. And uh, you're standing there and you were promised this future. You were pro and you're still looking out, waiting for this to happen. And then all of a sudden, you run out of whatever you've run out of, money, time, energy, whatever you were good for, your supply to them has gone. So they've moved on and you're now left, shat everything's shattered, there's no future. In fact, you might even be watching somebody else step into the fake future that you created with them. They know now, because they've got this information from the idealization stage, how to trigger you. They know what to say. They know what, how you're going to react to certain things. You go into survival mode. This was a game and you weren't given the rules. In fact, they were changed at a moment's notice and everything that went on was to make you question yourself. It was designed for you to hand over your power so they could control you. Perhaps you experienced this type of behavior growing up where you've developed strategies to protect yourself in order to survive. We have the four Fs, fight, flight, form, freeze. You've got the fight, flight. You make a decision to survive. You don't stand there and work out the size of the tiger versus the distance between you. These are split second decisions. Fawning is where you may sense something's upsetting your partner or somebody around you and you're finely tuned in to their emotions. Where Fawning is where you use words and actions to calm down a situation. And then there's freeze. Freeze is where you, you're frozen to the spot. You play dead. Your body stops as if it's dead. 
Again, this is a trigger response. It's to protect you from a threat. Animals use it. You can go on YouTube and see videos of animals playing dead when they're being um, chased and uh, uh, under threat. I've actually experienced this twice and it's the most horrific thing to happen. You literally cannot move. Your body is frozen. So what can you do? The whole relationship was a game which you weren't given the rules to. And as soon as you worked out what the rules were, they were changed. So you need to create your own game. Never use their techniques. They will backfire on you. You need to create your own game using your own, own set of rules. So I'm going to give you some ideas and you can then see what works for you. So here are a couple of things that you can do. So one is you receive a message or an email or some form of communication. I've used this in a video before and it's called stop, drop, roll. It's a technique that children are taught if they were on fire, they, they stop, they drop on the floor and they roll around. And um, you can do this with your emotions. So you stop what you're doing, you drop into that emotion, see what's coming up and you roll it around inside you and you ask where it's coming from. Another thing you can do is just keep yourself grounded by coming out of your head and staying in your body. You're able to realize that these are deliberate attempts to trigger you. They're deliberate um, attempts to get a response from you, to prove that you're crazy or they still have power over you, that you're still yearning for them. You know, they're trying to find out if you're still hurting. Another thing you can do is get somebody to look or control your communications. Um, or if you get a communication in that's going to trigger and you want to respond, but you know that response is coming from a bad place, go and put that phone or laptop in another room, in a cupboard, bury it under the sofa, do something with it and then move yourself away from the area. Go and ground yourself or go for a walk or do what it is, you know, go into the toilet and do the um, Superman pose. These are deliberate attempts to hurt you, to wound you. By calming down the emotion and finding out, you don't even have to at this point find out where that emotion is coming from. You could even write out a response with lots of words in there that you'll never repeat to anyone. And, um, and then you can walk away, calm down. You've got that out of your system and then you can chunk it down, take everything, every emotion out and just keep bullet point facts in the response. Just keep remind being out of your head and in your body reminds you of who they really are and why they're doing this. If you can find someone that's um, able to have your phone and respond for you, that's even better. Um, find, you can get apps now that respond as well. So it records everything. But just remember that anything said can be used against you. It is ammunition, it is evidence. And you know you're not crazy. You know these are manufactured responses. You know that they you've been triggered in some way. But the person reading it doesn't know that. The new supply doesn't know that. So in an attempt maybe when you're triggered by your ex and their new supply sees it, you're just giving them more evidence that they the abuser is actually is the victim because that's what they're playing. That's the role they're playing. Remember, they'll use anything you give them as fuel for attention. Fuel to prove that you're the reason they had to move on. Fuel to prove how deeply uh, they hurt you. 
fuel to prove how much you still care about them. Again, it's a, it's, it doesn't matter whether it's a negative or positive response. They don't care. You're thinking about them and that is all they need to know. I hope you found this useful. Think about your response. It is your responsibility. Sending you loads of love until next time.